I have a question for you. Would two to $300 a week make a difference in your family situation? What if I could show you a way that you can make that or more while still maintaining your full-time work schedule and your family life? Would you be interested? Today, we're gonna to talk about the DoorDash opportunity. What is DoorDash? What are the benefits of becoming a Dasher? And what do you need to get started? The Simple Money Show. Our mission is to help you take control of your money and not let your money take control of you. With 25 years of experience in mortgage, credit, banking, and finance, here is your host, Tommy G. Welcome to The Simple Money Show, and yes, I am your host, Tommy G. Thanks so much for listening. I know I've been a little sporadic over the past couple months with the podcast schedule and episodes coming out. But let me tell you a little bit about what's been going on in my personal life, if you're interested. My wife and I just had our second child. Lily Grace was born on November 17th. So as you can imagine, leading up to that and maintaining my role as a father to three others and as a husband and everything else that's going on, I haven't been in the quote studio to record new episodes for a while. So my apologies about that. I'll make sure that I make a better effort to come out with some really good episodes here in the future. But I thought I would come out with this one because this has really helped me and helped my family to maintain extra income over the past year, year and a half. I started door dashing as a dasher about, about a year, year and a half ago. Before that, my wife and I decided that I needed to bring in some extra income. So I went and I applied with Pizza Hut. I was a pizza delivery driver for about a month. One of the other pizza delivery drivers quit because he became a dasher and told me about DoorDash. And it seemed like a good opportunity, so I checked into it. And I'm so glad that I did. What is DoorDash? DoorDash is simply, it's a food delivery service, mostly restaurants. Now they've gotten into like convenience stores like CVS, uh, Walgreens, Meyer, and, and sometimes Kroger. They'll have a dasher come pick up the order and deliver it to the customer. And we'll get into how to do that and how that all works here today. So DoorDash is a company that is involved with delivering food and they set themselves up with restaurants and other vendors uh, to be able to get orders from people like us, you, myself, or people who want to order stuff from home and have restaurant food delivered to their house. It used to be just Chinese food and pizza, right? Well, now it's everything. I mean, you got Chili's, you've got Taco Bell, you've got Burger King, McDonald's, those are all part of the whole DoorDash network where Dashes will go out and they'll deliver food from those restaurants. And that's where you come in. And that's where I come in. And we get paid for doing that. So what do you need to become a Dasher? I will share with you at the end on how to do that and how to get signed up. But what do you need before you ever get started? You're going to need a couple things. And these are just some items that I personally discovered myself. I didn't have a podcast like this to help me get started. So you're one step ahead already. So what do you need? You need a cell phone or a tablet. That's a given, right? You're going to download the DoorDash app, which we'll talk about later. But you're going to need a cell phone or a tablet. You're definitely going to need a mount for your dashboard in your car. You don't want to be setting your cell phone or your tablet down in your seat or in your cup holder. You can't see the orders. You don't want to be looking down and keeping your eyes off the road. You want to keep your eyes on the road and be able to see what you're looking at as well. So you definitely want to mount for your cell phone or for your tablet. You're going to need a clean driving record. If you don't have a clean driving record, this probably isn't the opportunity for you. DUI is that thing. They're not going to allow you to, to become a uh, DoorDash driver. They will do a background check. You are going to have to have insurance. So if any of that, if you don't have that, there's no judgment. I'm just saying that you're not going to be able to do it because they will do a background check on you. If you have tickets, I know that I had one ticket on my record. They asked me about it. What happened? I had to give them an, uh, an explanation of what happened. 
they had to clear it and I was clear to drive. So make sure you have a clean driving record. You wanna make sure that you have unlimited access to data on your phone or your tablet. If you have so many megabytes or if you have a plan that is only allows you to have so much data, you're gonna to have to get something that's gonna be better than that. You want unlimited because you don't know how long you're gonna be out in the road and it's really not gonna work. Because if you run out of data in mid, mid order somewhere, um, that's not a good thing. So make sure you have unlimited data on your phone or your tablet plan. And you want a running vehicle, a vehicle that's gonna run, you don't want it to break down, that's not gonna be a good thing for you. So if you have a vehicle that's got issues with the engine or breaking down all the time, another car that you could borrow until you can get your situation taken care of. So the things you need are a cell phone or a tablet, you want a mount for your dashboard, you need a clean driving record, you want unlimited internet data, that's what I mean by that is data. You want an unlimited data plan on your phone because you're going to be using maps. You're going to be using the internet and the data plan to receive orders. If you don't have that, it's not going to work. Let's talk about the benefits of becoming a dasher. Number one, making up your own schedule. The flexibility of this is awesome. Um, if you want to go out and you want to work from uh, 2 to 5 on a Monday, you can go out and work 2 to 5 on a Monday. If you've got family coming over on Saturday, you don't want to work at all, guess what? You don't have to work. If you want to work tonight from 6 to 10, you can go work from 6 to 10. I've woken up in the middle of the night before at 12, 1230, been awake because I couldn't sleep, logged onto my Dasher app just to see what was going on, and man, it is just lit, lit up red. It's so busy that time of night, you wouldn't believe it. So yes, there's opportunity to actually go out at 1 o'clock in the morning and still be busy. I don't like going out that late, but if that's something you like to do, you like to be a night owl and do that, that's great because there's still opportunity to do that, depending on your area and your city and your state, all that stuff. So you don't have to be around others. That's one of the things that some people like. They don't want to work in an office with people. They don't like people, whatever it might be. You can go out by yourself, listen to your radio, do your door dashing, cruise around if you like driving. It's perfect for you. You are your own boss. You don't have to answer to anybody. In the car, you can just drive and you can deliver orders. And you talk to some truck drivers, and that's one of the things they love about truck driving is the fact that they're by themselves. I like to be around people, but every once in a while, you know, it's nice to be by yourself, listening to music, or sometimes I'll put in a, a CD, an instructional CD about something else, and it's nice just to have that time by yourself. So your benefits, you can make your own schedule up, the flexibility. One other thing is you get paid every Tuesday by direct deposit. So any orders, anything that you've done the previous week, I think up to Sunday night at 12 o'clock, you're going to get paid Tuesday morning via direct deposit. That's a huge benefit, huge benefit. Like I woke up this morning and decided, hey, I'll go out from 11 till 3 or 4 o'clock. And that's what I did. The amount of money that you can make is going to really depend on a couple things. The day, the area that you're in, what type of orders you take. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute and some tips on that. But I've made as much as $150 a day. Um, you know, in a couple hours, I made 50 bucks. And that all adds up together. So, you know, if $100 a week, $400 a month is going to make a difference in your family budget and your family income, this is perfect for you. And I would highly suggest and highly encourage you to try it. Don't just say, I don't, you know, I don't feel like driving around. Try it. I didn't think I wanted to do it either when I first signed up. And actually, it's, it's pretty cool. You can do what you want. You are your own boss. And you can't like not deliver food and that kind of stuff because there are some parameters that you need to meet or you get terminated from being a DoorDasher. But I'll get into those in just a few moments. But 
the benefits are your, your schedule. The biggest one is your flexibility of your schedule. You can make as much as you want. You can go out and work as much as you want. So how does it work? How does the DoorDash app work? Well, you need to download the DoorDash app. You're going to have to go through the sign-up process. And I'll tell you at the very end here how to go ahead and sign up. But once you do, you're going to get a couple things from DoorDash. You'll get a package in the mail, and it takes about two weeks for them to do a background check. You can upload your license and your insurance information right on the app. Uh, but you're going to receive a few things from DoorDash in the mail. One of them is going to be a, what's called a hot bag, which is just like a big duffel bag that you put food in to keep it warm. The problem is some of those bags, they don't hold the food that you're going to pick up. Some of the, uh, the orders are too big for the bag. So my suggestion is you get the bigger bag. You're going to have to pay for it, but it's well worth it. And keep that in your car and put the orders in that. Um, but you're going to get a hot bag. That's not going to cost you anything. You're going to get what's called a red card. A red card is like a credit card. It's a debit card that they authorize. There are some vendors that you go to, like Taco Bell is one of them, Wendy's. Sometimes CVS or Walgreens are going to require you to swipe the debit card. Now, it's kind of cool because DoorDash only allows that particular order to be attached to that card at that particular time. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, it's very specific. I'll give you an example. I went to a Taco Bell to pick up an order, and I couldn't pay for it with the, with the red card because I was at the wrong Taco Bell. That was their fault because they sent me to the wrong Taco Bell, but it was specific order for a specific store. So you get a red card. Make sure you carry that with you at all times. Because you, there are some orders you're going to have to pick up and you won't know. You get a red card until you accept. So you need a red card. You'll have your red card. You'll have your, your hot bag. And there'll be instructions in there as well. So there'll be instructions on how to go onto the Play Store and download your DoorDash app. And it's going to be called the Dasher app. I'm pretty sure that you may have or you might have or you know somebody that's ordered anything from DoorDash. It, you have two apps. One's going to be called the Dasher app, which is the app that you use to log in and go work. And then you'll have the DoorDash app, which is the one that you order the food from for yourself. So you're going to have the Dasher app. And it, they go through a really good training process, actually. It walks you through everything. But I'm going to try and tell you exactly what you're going to see. Uh, so if you open that app up, it's all based off of what you register as. Your address, your city, your state. That's going to open up a map. It's going to have the different areas. And they're going to separate them. I'll give you an example here where I live. There's a couple different counties. There's Fairfield and Hamilton. And then the next county over or city over is Westchester and Mason. And those are two separate areas. So I'll work one area at a time. And you can't work more than one at a time, actually. You may have to do hit and miss as far as what you think the best area is. Um, I won't work in Westchester because Fairfield and Hamilton have more orders and their orders are actually more. Only you can determine that depending on your area. I've never worked downtown in the city, so I don't know how, how that would be. I know some people that are making very good money doing that. Um, that would drive me nuts because I hate driving in the city, but that's up to you. But the way it works, again, is it pulls up the different areas, and it will say schedule, and it'll be all grayed out with your area. If your area is red, and you see a red button at the bottom that says dash now, you can press dash now, and it will come up with enough. You have enough gas. It's a checklist. Gas. Is your phone charged? Oh, another thing about your phone. I'm sorry. Let me back up a, bit, a second. I would suggest you get one of those phone banks, the ones that are charged where you can plug your phone into in case your phone goes dead. Mine used to do that a lot, and I bought, another, I bought a phone bank, a phone charger, external one, um, charge that up every time, and now I don't have to worry about my phone 
going dead. So that's another thing that you're going to need. Back to the app. So you want to make sure that you can push dash now and it'll come up with that checklist and then it'll open it up and it'll say searching for orders. There's some areas on there. They're going to have little lightning bolts or fire and that's where the hot spots are. I would suggest driving to one of those hot spots and waiting for your orders. Don't drive around town. You're going to waste gas. Okay, just go park someplace and wait for an order. Once you get that order and it comes up, it's going to tell you exactly what the price is that you're going to get. You'll be paid $5 for this order. And then it'll tell you what store or where to go. Once you press accept, another screen will come up and you can press directions and it'll give you directions based off of a, it's really cool, based off of a map, it'll give you directions on how to get to that store. So you get to the store. I always take my phone in with me along with my hot bag. It'll, you know, there'll be a button on there that says I've arrived at the store. It'll tell you who the order is for. And nine times out of 10, it'll tell you what they've ordered. Sometimes it'll say amount of items not known. You go into the store, let's, let's just say Chipotle. So I pull up to Chipotle. I push arrive at the store. I unplug my phone. I take that in with me. And it's the name says Kyle. Let's just use that as an example. So I go in and I, you know, typically they'll ask, well, who's the order for? I'll say Kyle. I have a DoorDash pickup for Kyle. They'll say, oh, it's on the shelf or it'll be just a few minutes or whatever. If you know that it's going to be a long time before they get their food, I always text the customer. Always text the customer. Always be in communication with the customer. If you do that, you're going to get a high customer rating. And in that case, you need to have a rating of at least 4.2 out of 5 or you could get terminated as being a dasher. Mine's, I think, at 4.9 right now. So that's one of the tips that I'll give you later is you want to always want to be in contact with your customer. And there's two icons. You can either call them or you can text them. But what's cool is the phone, the phone number they receive is not your phone number. It's It goes through DoorDash. So they're going to receive a phone call or a text from DoorDash, but it'll be you. So once you pick up that order, there'll be a button that'll, that'll be red. It'll say, uh, order picked up. You'll press that button. It, it may bring up another screen that'll say, make sure you got these items. You press that okay. And then the customer's name will come up. And their address will come up. And you can push directions, and then a map will come up. This, it's really cool. You don't have to do anything outside the app. You really don't. You'll drive to their location. Um, I'll be honest with you, some of these have been uh, as much as 10 miles away. Typically, when they're 10 miles or more away, you're going to have a higher dollar amount that you're going to get paid, obviously. So once you do that, you get out to the customer. Before COVID, it was always you would knock on the door and hand the order to the customer. Now, most of my orders, I just leave at the door. So now you got to leave it at the door, and it's going to ask you to go ahead and take a picture. You want to make sure that you get the bag or the order on the porch. And if you can get the number in it, it'll ask you if you want to take a photo with your camera. I always do that. And I pull that up before I ever get out of the car. Because I don't want to be fumbling with my phone, standing at the customer's door, making them feel weird. So I get that all pulled up, take a picture of the order, get back in my car, order complete, okay, and then on, on to my next order. At that point, your next order will probably pop up. If not, you may have to press directions to the next hot spot so you know how to get out of there. Sometimes I'm in an area that I don't know how I got in there and I have to get out. So I'll just press the directions to the next hot spot. And you'll see all that on the app as you, as you go through. There will be times when you'll receive a double order, which means simply this. Let's say an order for Chipotle comes up. You'll be on your way to Chipotle, and another order will pop up saying 
McDonald's. You know, give you a price of what you're going to be paid, your pay for that particular order. Some of those I do, some of those I don't. Here's my typical rule of thumb, per se. This is me personally. I don't accept any order under $5. I just don't do it. I've done the research and the math and between gas and mileage and all that on my car, I just, it's not worth it. So if that order comes through, the second order comes through for less than $5, I just press decline. You press decline, it'll come up with some uh, reasons why. Probably won't be doing this if you're changing lanes, okay? You do have some time to make that decision. But I just put this, this order is too small. That's what I usually place as my excuse. And that comes up as on a list of things of why you're declining that order. Now, you can decline as many orders as you want. That's one of the statistics on your rating sheet that uh, they can't base really anything on because you are an independent contractor and you have the ability to accept or deny orders based off of any reason why. Um, one thing they do have control over is the customer rating and the delivery percentage rate. You want to make sure that you get to the customer uh, on time. You want to make sure that you communicate with the customer because that's going to be part of your rating. And like I said before, if you're below a 4.2, you're going to get terminated from DoorDash and you won't be able to drive for, I think it's six months and you can reapply. So let me give you a couple tips on some of the things that I've learned that I can advise you on. We've already talked about some of these, actually. Number one, never accept any order under $5. That's just my personal recommendation. I'm not advising you to do that. I'm just saying do your own research. Maybe you don't have to in whatever area that you're in. But I don't accept anything below 5 bucks. When I first started out, I did everything. I did stuff for 2 bucks, $3, $4. It just didn't make sense financially. For me, anything under five bucks. Number two, certain vendors I will not go to. I will decline no matter what the price. If you want to know who those are, go ahead and email me at info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. I'm not going to say anything on the, on the air or on this podcast about that. Just know that there are certain vendors for me that I will not go to. If you want me to share that with you, go ahead and email me at info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. I'll be glad to share that with you. Number three, I don't wait at a particular restaurant or vendor or store or anything longer than 10 minutes because then you're getting into your hourly rate is being affected. If it's taken them longer than 10 minutes, but from the time that you get there, I reassign the, the, uh, the order. There's a way you can go in. You can find that out. You can go in and reassign the order. It'll ask you why. And I'll, I'll just tell them because they're taking too long. Um, I've waited some, some cases 15, 20 minutes, but I will let the customer know of what's going on. Sometimes I'll wait longer than that. Depends on how busy the uh, the restaurant is. If it seems to me like they're going to be longer than that, I'll go ahead and reassign it and just go on to another order. Number four, communicate with the customer at all times. Let them know what's going on. If the restaurant is busy, I will text them and say, it's really busy. It's going to be a few minutes. And they'll usually text me back saying, no problem. And keep in mind that they're not getting your phone number. It's being texted through DoorDash. So be careful what you say because DoorDash has access to all your text messages. Number five, this is a feature that I didn't really realize until I was into it for a few months, but you can pause your orders for up to 30 minutes. So if you have to stop at the store, if you have to stop for gas, if you have to stop and get something to eat in the middle of the day because you're starving, you don't have to get out of your, 
you don't have to sign out of DoorDash. You can pause the orders and it'll pause it for up to 30 minutes. Another trick that I've realized that if I'm in the area and it says Dash Now and I still have to get gas or whatever, I will go ahead and I will I will go ahead and press Dash Now. I will sign in and then immediately push pause orders. And that way I'm in the queue, but I have some time to be able to get gas or whatever else that I need to be able to get ready for that particular Dash. So those are the five tips. Number one, I never accept any orders less than five bucks. Number two, certain vendors I will not go to. If you want to know what those are, you can always email me. Number three, I don't wait at a vendor or a store or a restaurant for longer than 10 minutes. Number four, I communicate with my customers at all times. Let them know what's going on. That's going to affect your customer rating and keep you up above 4.2. Honestly, if you're not at 4.8 or more, uh, then you're not something, you're not doing something right. Number five, you can pause your orders for up to 30 minutes at a time. So how do you get started with DoorDash? How do you become a Dasher? You could go on to DoorDash.com. You can do it that way. But if you want my help, if you want to receive some coaching, I guess you could say, if you want to be able to reach out to me anytime in regards to questions, I encourage you to email me at info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. That's info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. Let me know what your cell phone number is. I will text you a link for you to go and sign up. If you use that link and you go on and you sign up, and I don't know how many orders it is, but if you do so many orders, I get paid an extra amount for referring you to DoorDash. Now, you can do that for your friends as well. Let me just tell you, I would not go on Facebook or any other platform and post a link. I wouldn't do it that way because you'll get terminated. You will get let go because that is not what they want. So if you go on to info at thesimplemoneyshow.com and you give me your personal cell phone number, I will text you a link. And that way you can go on and you can sign up. So I appreciate you guys coming on. I hope this was helpful. Uh, again, this is a great way to make money. Very flexible. You can make as much as you want. My dad is a dasher. He's in California. He does this five to six days a week. He makes close to $1,000 a week. That's a lot of money. Of course, he doesn't have another job. He's retired. But that's a lot of money. If you're struggling, you don't want to work with people. If you want to make up your own schedule... If you have other things that you need to do, you're working around another work schedule, this is the perfect opportunity for you. And I don't see DoorDash going away anytime soon. I see it actually increasing with more people wanting to stay at home, which is kind of sad. I mean, you're going to get orders that are a mile away. You're going to get paid like 10 bucks and wonder why you're going to wonder why they just didn't get in their car and get it themselves. If you have questions, you can always email me at info at thesimplemoneyshow.com if you want to sign up for DoorDash. You want some help getting started? Email me at info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, we'll have more topics here in the near future. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Simple Money Show. You can find us on our website at thesimplemoneyshow.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or send us an email to info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. Please subscribe to this podcast and be sure to be notified of new episodes.